0: Yo you are you recording, Roger? yes, dog hey, hey, re, hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey are you recording this Roger? I am record- why, I, listen, your recording why listen you' insult of my Raja? podcasting skills will g- not, will no longer be tolerated
1: Oh oh, my bad dog, my dog, my bad dog. hey, we are here for the fucking real ones, okay? We talk about tampering today. we talk about Lakers A. d. We even talk about COVID, which gets a little. COVID in the NBA gets a little dicey right towards the end, but we talk More about that More importantly, we talk about golf clash. And we talk about motherfuckers getting knocked out. <laughs> Tap into the real ones. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Popping to all my real ones out there. This is Logan Murdoch. I'm here, as always, with Raja Bell. The post-Thanksgiving edition of The Real Ones. It's popping, Raja. Cooling, bro. Like, just chilling. Hey, do you know what Golf Clash is?
0: Golf Clash? Do you know what... If any listener knows what Golf Clash is... Like, no. Golf Clash is a... Is a uh, it's an app on the phone, bro, but it is, like, the most addictive app. I Like, my sons, when I go in to check on them doing their schoolwork, like... They're like fucking sliding their fucking phones underneath their 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 desk and shit. What they're playing Golf, Golf Clash, Clash all day. Though? What it is, is Golf a, it's a, Clash? It is, it's a golfing app where you can interactively play with like other people and you're competing for like this bread that you earn in the game. There are tournaments that you can play. You join these clans. It, within the clans, there are chats that you could talk. Put it in the chat, uh, shout out. But you could like ah. talk shit in the chat of the clan. Um, it's pretty dope. I'm addicted to it. So like if you see me staring down at the phone, that's what I'm doing.
1: How the hell does the the phone get underneath the bed and and this golf game? How does that work? No, my the the overall point is like they're so distracted
0: by Golf Clash that like if I pop in their room unannounced while they're supposed to be doing fucking oh, schoolwork got
1: it, got it, got it. that
0: they are like scrambling to hide the fucking phone because I know they have like a
1: two page they have like they're like doing like a two page paper or something they barely have a sentence up and they know Pops is going to be they don't even have anything okay nothing done nothing done and not
0: bright enough yet to realize that I'm in the same golf clash clan as them, so if they're fucking putting messages in the golf clash clan at 11:30, and I know you're in your fucking f- second period, like I got you, bro. You fucked
1: up. If they're putting it in the chat while they're supposed to be listening to yeah, all the Zoom up. calls, you fuck. Okay, got you it, got it. So, 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 how was golf clash? How was your Thanksgiving, man?
0: Thanksgiving was dope. Um, well, you know, small. My my folks, uh, my sister, her husband, and uh, and then my family, the kids, and my wife. We kept it small. Um. Low key, but you know, we really enjoyed ourselves, dog. We needed it. We, we needed a little time outside, played a little, uh, what's that? What's the, what's the like uh, cornhole game where you toss the beanbags okay. onto the, you know, a little bit of that and played some board games with the kids, drank okay. some wine. We had, we had a good one. You?
1: It was, it was good. First of all, you know, I just want to say I saw the pictures on your gram and stuff. Check out Roger's Instagram, which he doesn't follow me on, by the way. It's good. Um, <coughs> but, Supposed to be real ones out here. You know yeah, what I'm real. Keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. But it it was tight. It was. I saw the pictures. You know what I mean. The the the, the little homies who had the, they all had the meme mug. Then you had the family pic. You know what I mean. You kept it. You yeah. kept you kept it. G with the family pic. And then at the end, you showed them like we the Bells. We Traditions, not playing,
0: bro. Got to keep them alive, sure. dog. Got to keep them. But
1: uh, my Thanksgiving was was chill, man. I went up to Macramento. Okay. Uh, saw my mom and my sister. We it was a lot of like Triller games. A lot, I don't know if you're familiar with the app Triller. I don't know if you're. It's it's no. like TikTok, but you know we we did the hip hop videos. I'll send it. I'll put it in the chat. Put after it in the chat. Absolutely. But um, it was fun, man. We had a, we had a blast, man. Had some crab. You know what I mean. We don't really do the traditional uh, Thanksgiving because they, they, we all agree we as a staff this. record level and a and a mother effing crew that. Thanksgiving food is trash. So we got some other food that was way more better. Uh And, you know, we tapped in watched watched um, the fight. Did you watch the fight? What fight? The Mike Tyson fight? You didn't see the Mike Tyson version? I'm
0: not watching two 50-year-old men uh, fight in, like,
1: abbreviated rounds. I'm not doing that. You did it? I did do it because it was Was amazing. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Absolutely. Between Nate Robinson, who we'll get to it a bit, Mm. um, and Mike Tyson fighting Roy Jones and Snoop Dogg's commentary Snoop Dogg was amazing Snoop Dogg, Dogg was great. amazing He was he amazing was a, He was amazing in that, right? Yes. And so it was fun to see Mike Tyson and Roy Jones like fight like they're at a Thanksgiving dinner. Like you know the two OG uncles that just 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 <laughs> they just have to get it in every single time yes, they like, see each other. It was slow, it was sloppy. There was like there was there was there was there was instances of great form, but then there was other instances of them just hugging each other like I'm tired and I am 54 years old, so I need to chill. But it was a fun night, man. It was great. And and throughout the whole all the performances, there was a lot of West Coast influence. There was a lot of West Coast music. And usually we don't see a lot of West Coast stuff because y'all be hating on us at the parties and stuff. Y'all don't like to play West Coast music when we in town. So it was cool to see West Coast on a big stage. Okay so you just that was just a complete
0: like tribute to the to the West Coast. I've got no beef with the West Coast. I'm glad you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. Um you know what it makes me think about a little bit. Like the the reason I couldn't watch Roy and Mike Tyson is cuz I when I was out of the league for 2 years and I tried to train to try to maybe get back in like on a 10 day or something I, it was really clear to me very quickly that that was impossible. Like, my body had just said, enough. You've been training me for, I don't know, 30 years. Like, you gave me two years off. I want no more of that bullshit. So I was pretty confident that watching those two, it wasn't going to look anything like at 50-some years old what I what I remember them looking like. So, therefore, I let that shit ride. But I, I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: When did your game diminish? Like, diminish, uh, uh, like, out of character diminish? Um, like, when did you start playing like me? <laughs> No, that would have been um,
0: – I mean, there's there. look, I wasn't, the, I wasn't myself at the end of my career, but I was still pretty damn good for regular basketball. Like, I go into your, your local, like, um, semi-pro run or guys that play in Europe, and I'm still probably the best player in that. After about two years of sitting out, like, and not playing and golfing and letting, you know, all of those little muscles and shit deteriorate. The love handles was over there forming and Dog, it's rough. I had to hop out with my high school team the other day, like, because I have, you know, like kids on a football field. So if I don't play, there's always a really, really weak link on the team. So that team can't get anything done offensively. So got I'm like, it. fuck it. Sit down. I'll play. So I hopped in there. Um, man, came off a couple little pin downs in our action. Got down. Are, are you playing point guard? Ooh, or are you what? playing no, your no, no. role? Off the ball, off the ball. But like okay. I'm facilitating it within the offense, trying to show kids like how the shit works. And so I played for I don't know roughly seven minutes. I felt great, dog. I got home, everything in my body seized up. I couldn't move. <laughs> Back out, hamstring tweaked like the whole nine. Dog, it, it, it ruined the rest of my weekend.
1: You felt good in the moment, though. You were telling you were you were telling people to what to do and shit. You were telling. <laughs> you're get over there get over there, get over there yeah 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 yeah. you screen back screen right here you post up no what are you doing posting up you're not get out of here what are you doing
0: you're i think i think i said to our point guard at one point like you got me on the fucking court you won't even pass me the ball like what the fuck and the kid was like oh oh oh. (laughs) no jokes all jokes i was joking but you know it was it was i don't think you're
1: joking you might be joking but i don't believe you're joking well, I don't think I used the language, but
0: I said, yeah, I was like, yo, no, you got me on the court. Like, at least give me the ball. Let me help you out. Like, I, that just makes sense, right? Like, you got, like.
1: The NBA got, ego was still there. Like,
0: let me help you out, bro. You're a 10th grader struggling to get a, give me the ball and get out the way. Uh,
1: give me the, yo, it's for the kids. It's for the kids, Raja. It's, it's not about you. It's for the kids. I had a moment. I had a moment. Okay, all right, oh, let's shit. get into the show, man. Let's get into the show. One thing I wanted to talk to you about, because we weren't able to talk about this in depth mm-hmm. last week, I want to talk about tampering in the, in the NBA. Uh, okay. We, we, need you to, we need you to talk about some of your experiences. We need you to put those people under the bus. But before, I wanted to give context to this. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of the Bogdan Bayanovic fiasco?
0: Yes, was supposed to go to Milwaukee, um, came out the same day as Drew Holiday. Everyone thought Milwaukee had just, you know, become a real major, major player. And then the deal fell apart. He goes to Atlanta, right?
1: Yes. Now, there's a really good um, story in Bleacher Report just about the ins and outs of the deal, why it fell apart. you guys go check that out. But the real thing that the issue of this is, is the tampering aspect of it, because according to this article in Bleacher Report, Bogdan Bajanovic has been in contact or was in contact with Giannis throughout the process and beforehand. Giannis really wanted um, Bajanovich to come to the team and wanted him to play for the Milwaukee Bucks. And this isn't uncommon from what we've seen, right? But there was the league was looking into tampering um, for, for this particular deal. Um, and it nixed the deal. And now, instead of going and getting Giannis' wishes, the league has, um, in essence, made him go to Atlanta. He got a bag to go to Atlanta. But yeah. it goes to an overall point of my qu- next question, which is how much is tampering prevalent among players during the season and beyond?
0: It's it's super prevalent. It's more the norm than it's not. Um Look, I, my, my initial thought is like, my genuine reaction is like, why the fuck would the league be you know worried about this particular t- case of tampering um, when it's known to be um, happening all over the place, right? Um, and then my next thought is, how bad did you have to fuck up if you were Milwaukee and Giannis and said parties? to get the league to actually do something about it. Because it is one of those rules where it's understood that it's happening. The NBA knows it's happening. They don't want to have to do anything about it. So it's like, look, don't rub that shit in my face. Don't don't make it obvious to the point where anybody can How figure out. How
1: obvious is it that there's tampering, Raja? Because, I mean, I know my insist, but, like, you are a player. And it's more so the players that... Um, where it's basically free game for... Yeah, for I, I, look, when, again...
0: Um, Steve Nash when I was in Utah like um the first time I played in Utah and I wound up going to Phoenix like Steve Nash was a friend of mine I played with Steve in Dallas like I knew from I don't know midway through the season or right after the all-star break that you know there was going to be mutual interest there do you know what I'm saying like that in and of itself is tampering like I didn't have a deal worked out or anything like I didn't know to the extent but you can't safeguard against that if you're the nba i have relationships with with logan because i was on you know a team with logan then i go to another team if i'm a free agent logan and i are still communicating like you know if we're talking about me potentially coming back to that team that's tampering it happens every day um you can't safeguard against it if your league so again my my next thought and probably the prevailing thought would be how bad did you fuck it up if you were Milwaukee and Giannis that the league had to step in and nix the deal? Like, Because it happens all the time.
1: Well, there was a... Uh, in this article, it's conflicting even within the article. Some some executives, according to this Bleacher Report article, were saying that um, Bucks executives were kind of throwing it in, in everyone's face. They're like, yeah, we had a hell of an offseason huh, 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 during one of the conference calls to get the deal done. And... Other people, are, other people said, "No, we didn't see that." But to even have that notion that we're throwing it in your faces—that you know—that that's a problem, right? You know, that people don't want to hear that.
0: You just answered my question, and that's what you did. You 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 rubbed it in people's faces. Like, yeah, there has to be something, right? Logan is what I'm saying. Like it. Everyone knows there's tampering. you tampered yesterday. I tampered today. um, Sasha's tampering tomorrow. We all understand it's happening. Why are you over what here? Did, why
1: are you over here snitching, bro? Why are you snitching Because you rubbed
0: it in my face on the conference call and told me like you were doing it
1: that It has to <laughs> rise to a level like that for someone to care, but also like it's it's funny that in a league where um you know, remember you talk about the Chris Paul deal, right, and the backlash that that got um reportedly Cav's owner Dan Gilbert was pissed about that deal and there was this, you know, we just got out of a lockout where people, um, where owners were like, no, we, we can't, we don't want these, these guys going to these, um, these big market teams, right? We don't want these, these big time guys to go to these big market teams. And this is a transaction that helps out a quote unquote small market team. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a bit of irony that they get punished for something that usually is is thought of as helping these big market teams in the Miami and like the LA and the New York and all these, these cities I want to do. Why do you, why? I don't know, man. If, if, if the ownership is like, we want to put things to small market teams, it feels like I don't, I don't buy that from these owners. I feel like now it's, it's more about ego, right? Like, well, nah, man, I don't, I don't want that to happen if it's not happening for my team. That's what it's
0: it's always been about that. The only people bitching about small markets are the small market owners. It's got nothing to do with, like, the fan base. It's got to do with, like, their pockets and their ability to put forth, a, like, a championship-level team, right? That's what it... I mean, it's all about me. Like, those owners... Look, yeah. I know a lot of fucking owners in the NBA. All of them are, like, super... Um, successful in whatever business it was that they made all their money in before they became owners. And most of them are very egocentric dudes who feel like like and super ultra competitive. So, yeah, that's man. How they got, all,
1: that's how they got all the money they got. That's how they
0: got it. And so, yes, they are. It does become about me and whether if I'm not getting the star, like, I don't like the way that shit is working out all the time. Do you know what I
1: mean? Okay, but on the flip side of that coin, Raja, do, is that real the big market allure for players is that real? Sure, uh, but I, it's look. There's something like, to like, living. Would you rather go? Are you gonna like? I, I think sometimes it's real, but I think also in other times it's for the best opportunity to win a chip. In a lot of ways,
0: Then the it's it's shifted, Logan. Right, like because now with the money that people are making, you can play in a smaller market and have a crib in L.A. and New York and Miami if you want one to go like you could traverse like the globe in the off season and live in your, in your, in your places. Cause the money is so good. So it's not as imperative to play. And in you're big- not
1: home as much. You're not that mu- you're not home as much as people think you are. Right. When you say like, I, I live, I live in Oklahoma city. I play for Oklahoma city. You're not home that much.
0: No, you're on, you're on the road. Most of that year. And you're, you're, you're in the gym. Like it's, it, look, it's, it's, it's not a big deal. It was though, like there was a time where, you know, people wanted to live, in LA, and people want to live in New York and and Miami and the, and those bigger cities, um, you know, held held some held held a little bit of weight in terms of where you wanted to play. But I think now guys are looking for the best opportunity to win. The money is so good where, you know, it it outweighs that, and you're able to have cribs and where you want to live anyway. And I've told the story before in terms of tampering. Just to get back to that, like, you know, the last time I was a free agent and I was finishing up with Golden State. I was using, I told you on one of the last pods, those pre-games as like my workout routines to audition for teams to let them know I was healthy. Like, my agent had been contacted by five or six teams, having seen me work out prior to a game, saying that they'd have interest that summer. Like, again, that's tampering, bro. Like, you're, you're, you know what I mean? Like, you're legally not supposed to do that, but it happens all the time.
1: Yeah. I mean, and also, like, uh, it's inevitable because this league is so small, right? Like, especially with agents, you know, one agent might, um, rep two or three guys on another team that the guy on the other team wants to go to, right? You know, say if player A wants to go to New York, his agent might have five, six players there, you know? that's No doubt. And then you can use use those conversations with those five or six players to talk about your other guy. I mean, that's just human nature. That's what it is. That's how this league works. And I feel like tampering is decriminalized you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things where you get a slap on the wrist. Like, bro, don't embarrass the shield. Just st- please don't embarrass the shield. Yes, don't. Right? Yes,
0: we're we're saying the same thing. Don't
1: rub my nose in that shit.
0: Like we know, but right. don't
1: embarrass us. Yes. So, one other thing though that I that I have though, and and the biggest reason why I wanted to, what I wanted to get into is the reason why this deal was done in the first place. This this, um, Bucks, uh, Bayanovich deal was to satisfy Giannis who is up for a supermax where this was pre-trade but a lot of people are saying and reporting I think Mark Stein was one of, of the New York Times one of the first to report this um is that there's a lot of traction around the league that Giannis is going a lot of that Giannis is going to resign the supermax right mm-hmm. but you have to These teams are doing these things where it's like these guys, and rightfully so, are putting pressure on these teams to make deals um, that they might not otherwise make in order to appease said star, right? And you saw that on the back half of LeBron's career where – or the back half of LeBron's time in his first stint in Cleveland where you're just getting guys – just to get them and say like, Hey, LeBron, see, we care. We care. We want you to, we want to win a a championship with you. But then, then one, it seems like this, these washed up guys, these guys that don't necessarily fit with the roster to appease a guy. And my question is, how do you balance that appeasing a guy without killing your whole future? Um,
0: you have to be good at your job. If you're the general manager, um, if you're an owner you have to prioritize i guess is what i would say logan like i you know there are guys that you go get that don't move the needle right at, at 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 some point in their career like let's use like jr smith right now like when we brought jr to cleveland when i was in the cleveland front office it moved the needle like it was a player that was still viable enough with him and shump like they came in and they moved the needle for that team adding jr to the lakers team right now Is an insurance policy. Like it's not moving the needle when you do that for LeBron. Like it's cool you brought one of his dudes in, but it's not moving the needle. I say that to say that if you're a franchise and you have a LeBron or an AD or a Giannis, um, you're trying to win a championship. So the question is would you trade a championship um, for three years after that star leaves, having like really, really lean years? because you've spent all of your 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 assets to, to to take the shot at that championship knowing that the championship's not guaranteed and that's what it comes down to like and and the really good ones can kind of protect and, and hedge their bets and play both sides of it but when you have those type of stars those transcendent stars you got it that's your window and you got to go all in on those windows to try to make it happen um and most guys if you said hey I guarantee you a championship in that they'd say all right give me five years of shit after that Because we got the championship. That's what we wanted to get. We got one for the city, for the owner, for the franchise.
1: And so that's it is a delicate balance, but that's what you get paid to do. How much more pressure is it when you're in a market like Milwaukee or Cleveland like the way you were, right, instead of Los Angeles where, let's be honest, man, you'd be more liable to take less money to go to Los Angeles to play for the Lakers than you would to go play for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um it just is what it is, right? Like, you you are you are more likely to do that, in, in my opinion. And it's easier to um, GM from a place like Los Angeles than it is to GM from a place like Milwaukee where Giannis just don't go to Milwaukee. This is their window of 15 years and hope right. God willing for them, right? And you only got one shot at this. We're in L.A., like... I feel like you can get you have more opportunities to get stars.
0: Yeah, historically speaking, I think you know you're going to bounce back quicker if you're a market like LA, um, as and and the destination that that is with free agents, you're going to be able to attract people you know easier than if than if you're a Milwaukee. But I would say that you know if you have a Giannis, if you have an AD, if you have a Luca, if you have a LeBron, and and you're in a small market, um, your job becomes you know, a lot easier because they become the attraction, right? Like you're, you're, you know, you're not trying to sell Milwaukee necessarily. You're trying to sell Giannis and what said player can do with Giannis and how, you know, the combination of these pieces is going to win championships for five or six years. So at that point you're, you're, you're selling the player. So for the market like that, you have to have that, 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 that that player and and as it like we talked about what's the youngins name in sacramento they gave him this the the max and we talked about him De'Aaron fox Fox. and you asked me like what had to happen there and i said well the clocks now starts to tick like De'Aaron has to take that next step because for sacramento to be for real he's got to be the player that people say hey man i want to go there and play i want to play with that like he's he's good enough where i want to now come and play with that and join forces with that because I think I can win a championship. So that's that's kind of how that works in those smaller markets.
1: How, how much were you in conversation with LeBron to get player X or get player Y uh, during your time there? Was it um, he, we're going to keep him um, abreast of the situation or he actually has a role like, yo, I want J.R. Smith on my team and I want, uh, or get uh, Amon Shumpert on the team because I played against him and I like it.
0: Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't work like it didn't work like that. Like LeBron didn't come to us with trade targets. We would sit down, David Griffin, um, myself, Kobe Altman, who's the GM in Cleveland, Trent Redden, who's an assistant GM out in with the Clippers, um, and a couple other guys in our office would sit down, and you know we we'd go through targets, and then we had a cap guy who would be up on the whiteboard doing the beautiful mind thing, um, and and he would put together scenarios that of of monies that worked, and then. At the end of it, it would have a player name and we'd be like, yeah, no, or yes, or yeah, interesting. Like, let's. And so once we like broke all of that down, Logan, and came to like here are a couple targets that we really think we'd want and that we could execute a a a trade that made sense for, then you take that to like LeBron. It wasn't my job to do it. Um, it was more grips. And I don't know if he went through Rich Paul and company or if he went straight to LeBron to say, hey, look, we got Logan on deck. We think we can pull a trade you know, all for Logan Murdoch. Wh- what's your feeling on him? Not like a, a yes or a no, right? Because you know, it's Chris's job. Like, you're not going to just con- like, concede like your job to LeBron, but it's more so like, do you like him? You th- do you like the way he plays? Do you think he's a fit? And then, you, you know, you're working hand in hand with LeBron. So you certainly want him to either say, no, nah, no, we're not big fans of that. If he's not big fans of that, now we got to go back to the drawing board. Uh, but if he is and he likes the guy, um, then, then you feel really comfortable about executing your trade
1: how so so LeBron had influence in that way though right like his 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 voice meant a lot yeah how how much of the same or how much is that different from normal stars though right because there's this perception that people are like oh I'm not in front office dealings I don't have no say right for somebody but LeBron always has the rep um of being that guy of like he's the GM right that he's LeBron the GM yeah I think I think LeBron likes that. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I, I mean, just seeing the way he operates, I think he likes that, that narrative. But the reality is, um, it's prudent on most front offices when you're swinging a trade for um, a caliber of player that really affects the star. Like, when you're talking about a fringe guy, Logan, that's not going to really affect winning and losing or... LeBron's ability to do his job night in and night out, it might not be necessary for a LeBron or a Luca to sign off on that. You know what I mean? But when you're talking about you know heavyweight guys, guys in your starting rotation, um, maybe a co a co star to your number one guy, I think it's prudent to run that by those guys. Like you don't want two guys that don't like each other, you know, on the team. So you know, I, I think it's a good idea for for everybody to do that. I do mean, not think LeBron is the only player that uh, has input into into trades like that now. now I will say, if you're a really, really young star, like let's say Bam out of and I, and I don't know that they wouldn't run a trade by Bam out of but he's so young that maybe you think, you know, at this point he hasn't proven what LeBron's proven and won championships and shit like that. So maybe you know Pat Riley and them, you don't you don't really anything too bam to see if he's okay or if he likes the player or if he doesn't like the player, but certainly players of LeBron's stature guys who've been in it for a while have proven to be winners and shit. You want to, you want to pick their brain on it?
1: Yeah, no, I, I feel that. And I, I do get it. Obviously you do to a certain degree. You do want to appease your star player. You do want to appease your top employee, the guy that's getting people in the seats. You know, I've been to Cleveland before. I, I mean, I've seen Cleveland before LeBron and been to Cleveland while LeBron was there. Mm-hmm. total difference completely complete difference and that's why he has that influence um, look,
0: look I don't mean to, like uh, but it, you know I moved to Cleveland for that year right and I too remember going to Cleveland uh pre-LeBron going when LeBron was there but I didn't live there right so I didn't see what it did to the um to the general economy of the downtown Cleveland area when LeBron is there and those restaurants and and you know, the casino down there and on all of the bars and the nightlife, when all that becomes vibrant and it's lit up because you've got LeBron and you've got a championship contending team, um, you know, that's bigger than just the Cavs, dog. Like, that's a city. You know what I'm saying? So you're, you're doing your best to navigate all of that when you're an owner and a general manager and, and the responsibility that you have to everybody.
1: Definitely. I was, I've only been to Cleveland once. That was during the finals. It was cool. It was, it yeah. was a vibe. I mean, it was it an was the energy there, but it was I. Right. I mean, yes, I think, yeah. It, it Cleveland shows can, how good Cleveland it, can be cool. Just, it was rain, but it was like raining bugs or some shit, whatever. I don't know if that's a thing. Like there was just bugs everywhere. I do remember that. Um, I just say all of to say that Le- the LeBron's influence reigned supreme because I-, I don't know if I can go to Cleveland under those circumstances. Hey,
0: dog, Cleveland is a tough place in the winter. We talk about like the bay and. I give like, I give that a little grief. Listen, man, they were canceling my son's schools because it was too cold out. Like it was, it was a, a, a health risk to have kids sitting at the bus stop. That's fucking cold.
1: Listen, nah. Wow. Fam. (laughs) Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's take a break and we'll, we'll get right back to a little bit of free agency talk. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 PM and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or as an add-on to your meal. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm.
0: just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20 for data management
1: practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. And we're back. I want to talk a little bit about LeBron and AD. Now, we were doing a little, during the break, we were talking a little bit. You were saying that this is tampering. That there is tampering in there when you talk about when you talk about LeBron and AD. I have no beef with it, but like the whole situation is tampering. the whole The whole thing. How did you feel about the AD trade rollout uh, two seasons ago? When it was like you know, it was it was perfect. It was it was per- it was mwah! how he came through how how he came through for a road trip in LA. First, it started with the oh, Chris Haynes reports that the two had dinner. Mm Oh, oh, right. And then, and then Dave McMiniman is a friend of the show. Dave McMiniman just asks LeBron, Hey man, what do you think about Anthony Davis pregame? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. LeBron goes, I love Anthony Davis. Then we get a whole ESPN (laughs) rollout. Just, Just, it's just perfect. Right. And then the LA times gets involved, right? We start getting trade packages, right? Then it finally happens right after the finals. The trade happens right after the finals. It was just a great rollout. If you want to get your guy out, that was I was great. Pro- that was I wouldn't say propaganda, but that was great leakage from everybody involved. Yeah, the to get execution your guy out of there. The, the execution, execution was. Mwah.
0: Yeah, it was flawless. Um, but again, and I, I mean, I love to watch them play. I'm a huge LeBron fan. I have no beef with it because it happens all the time. But. I mean, by definition,
1: tampering, right? That was a special kind of tampering. Though. <laughs> was that was. That a, like the... <laughs> we have. I don't think we've seen that. Was like an album rollout. We haven't right. seen that type of tampering. Wow. Well, where it's a coordinated event. When
0: it's good to be the king, right?
1: It's good to be the king. It is it's good, good to, to be the be king. <laughs> now, now, and I think the biggest thing that the reason why, um lebron can do this is because he has this ultimate leverage right um with his contract and just the way the power that he yields because of how good he is and i don't think any player has been as powerful as he has now we have and that's including michael jordan by the way yeah the best of all time Mm -hmm. i don't think anyone's had as much influence as lebron now he has ad now in los angeles A.D. is technically a free agent who has not signed, as of right now, has not signed his deal. As of we us recording, has not signed a Supermax deal. Um, and Woz reported before, before the break, before uh, the Thanksgiving break, that Davis could do a two-year, $68 million deal with the player option to match up with LeBron's contract. I think that could be... And he can also do the full do a full year, uh, a four years or a five year deal, right? And just get the whole max um with years and money. But if any if if clutch or anybody has been a guide, he I think he takes that 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 one and one, right? That 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 two year with a player option with that sixty-eight mil to match with LeBron, right? I would imagine that he's going to want the
0: flexibility. Um Of having options sooner rather than later you don't want to be stuck there um in a less than desirable situation if if lebron should decide to retire or whatever whatever happens you dig what i'm saying and so the player and you talked about the, the like lebron having more power than even mj it's because they now understand the leverage that they have in the system set up where they can um have the flexibility that used to be like only attainable by clubs. Like the club had all the flexibility. It's what they talked about when they, when they did contracts with you, right? Like we want flexibility. You still hear him say it. Well, damn it. Players have it now too. So he's going to get his paper and you keep him on the hook for either you being able to move when things don't work out or LeBron says he wants to do something or it just keeps their feet to the fire in terms of building around you and making sure that you have the pieces you need to win championships.
1: And it goes two ways, right? Because it's flexibility on both sides. I remember when um, when Kevin Durant kept signing his one-and-ones in Golden State. He also um, – that gave him leverage but also helped the Warriors out because they could – he uh, – Kevin took less money so Andre Iguodala could get paid. And right. that kept them a championship-level squad, Right. But on the other flip, flip, flip side of that, what does that do for a front office, right? When you don't have the luxury of saying, telling guys, "Hey, we're gonna have a D on the roster. This is why you should come. This is why you should roll through. Um, this is why you should sign a long term deal here." Well,
0: that's why tampering is so important. <laughs> that's why. That's why tampering is so critical to the equation, dog. Like that's when a D gotta get on the phone with somebody and say, "Hey, listen, bro." I know what the contract looks like, but I'm in. So then Logan is like, okay, we're straight. We're good. We could do this.
1: Also, Raja, motherfuckers be lying. (laughs) This This is true. Motherfuckers be lying. Also, motherfuckers be lying. That's true. Not saying AD be lying, but there's been a lot of of people be like, hey, bro, I'm going to be here just so they can seal the deal. Oh, this is true.
0: Yeah, this is true. I mean, there's always a risk of that. Motherfuckers do be lying in every walk of life, every day.
1: All right. Okay, I mean, so there is tampering. I, we t- we think AD takes the two year with an option. He takes a two year yes, with an option. Yes. Right? He just he has to. All right. Now we're on the eve of training camp, Roger Bell. Man, I can't lie to you, man. I'm a little spooked by the about the NBA season, man. I I don't know if I'm like a bit of a fatalist or I'm a bit of a a pessimist. I don't know but this this last week weekend of NFL play has got me real scared about the prospects of a full NBA season. The NFL it got to a, the NFL let's be real has fumbled the bag throughout the season just in terms of COVID, they just haven't I don't know if it's negligence, I don't know if it's just their protocols are just bad, they just don't care about mask wearing. They just there's been reports of um the Las Vegas Raiders just being at a at an event with their masks off, a charity event with their masks off, and just, you know, I don't know why you have charity events and have your players go outside during this pandemic. You should just have them chilling at the crib throughout throughout the time. Correct. But that's another story. They, I will say that the NFL's been negligent to the point where the Denver Broncos didn't even have a functioning quarterback yesterday. But it still got me spooked with the NFL and they have to travel and things like that for the NBA, who will not be in a bubble to be out here traveling and nothing's going to happen. And we are in our, some say third wave of COVID in the United States of America. I don't know if this is, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know. Do you think that this is going to work or that this is going to happen? I I
0: have no idea. I am. Going into this season, prepared for anything um, as it pertains to what the schedule winds up looking like at the end of the day, because I have no idea. Um, I'm with you. I do know I'm a big college football fan. I'm a big NFL fan. The amount of games that have had to be canceled or postponed or moved, the amount of COVID um, uh, 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 COVID like injured list players that are that are that are reported every week, it's scary and the nba just has to know like and 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 the fan has to know that if you're going to be playing games outside of a bubble um and guys are going to be going home um to whatever they do at home and 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 on their own like kind of merit to stay out of the streets or to stay out of places where they could potentially you know, contract it, that, that you're going to have guys missing and they're going to be teams that come up with COVID, you know, outbreaks and things are going to have to be shuffled at the last minute. I'm imagining the NBA's baked all of this into the equation. So there's flexibility there, but that's happening. Like Logan, it, I mean, I I'm sure it's happening. I'm not even going to say I'm unsure that's going to happen at some point. That's just the numbers in the country suggest that it's going to take place. And if any of those other sports are evidence, it, it, it's happening. Um, I take my, like myself for instance, or or someone else who is, you know, older, has kids. They're not, you know, out as much. You could potentially, you know, be okay, like trying to stay away from some of the, the 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 gatherings. But for a young guy who's you know just coming into the league, he's just got some money in his pocket. I was that guy too. I wasn't going home to sit on the fucking couch. You know what I'm saying? Like I. I I didn't have anybody sitting on the couch with me. Like, we, I'm lonely, bro. I want to get into some shit. You got to know the guys are going to do that. And so, you know, you're going to have outbreaks.
1: And it's bigger than just the league and the NBA and things like that. We have a—the way, you know, masks and shutdowns have been politicized, it's hard to—it's to, hard to really have a universal plan as a nation, right? Like, you go to go to Georgia, like, a team's going to go to Atlanta— they they they. If you go to Atlanta, you might not even think COVID exists because they just out in the streets. You yeah, know Florida, what I mean? Florida, too, bro. Florida, yes. they're just out in the streets. Yes. It's different. And so when you go to these places, it's different than out here in the Bay Area where Santa Clara County just shut everything down and sports have just been shut down. It's not like that in these other places. So guys are going to go out. Like guys are just going to chill because they're like, okay, well, it's cool to go out here. Why can I, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and then you have a situation where guys are just going out and being negligent. And that's, and I and I can't blame them. There's no right answer to this because on one hand, uh, people have families. You got to pay for this stuff. You, you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. ha this is a, this is a business entity. But on the other hand, it's not great taste. It's not, it's not a great look when we're in the third wave of COVID. We're having the most cases per day that we've ever had. And most scientists are saying you need to stay your ass in the house and not fly during this pandemic because that's how these super spreader events happen. When you have people from other parts of the country coming to other parts of the country, they're not quarantining, they're not doing these things. And then you have a league who is like, well... We're going to do it. We have, you know what I mean? We're (laughs) going to, we're we're, going to play we're going to do it. Sorry. Uh, It's, it's, there's no great answer to this, Roger.
0: There's no, there's no great answer. You know, I'm thinking of when you talk about the flying NBA flying is different, obviously than, than, than um, your, your average, you know, commercial flight. But having said that you've got a lot of people on, on NBA planes um, that aren't, Part of the team right like you've you've got media members and 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 you know your play by play guy and you know you're, you're you're you know there are people on that plane that aren't part of that basketball team which is exposure in and of itself so like i don't know all of the protocols that they put in place like let alone this the the uh you know the flight attendants and so on and so forth it's it's just going to be really interesting i know i know this i have two you know i i have i have two boys that are playing sports right now right um they both we've let them play football. We didn't play forever, Logan, but we've let them play football. They play in a mask and a and a visor the entire game. My one son's a receiver so he wears gloves. Um they they're never allowed to take their mouthpiece out. They're never allowed to take their their mask off and they wear their helmet the entire game. Like that's that's the way they play. And we feel pretty good about that, right? Like no one else is wearing a mask or, or anything like that. Some kids have on visors, but our kids are really the only ones that I've seen play like that. So I took my older son. He was going to play on my team, my basketball team. And I'm, I'm getting to a point, but like we took him in the gym the first night. He had his mask on. He plays basketball, you know, for the whole game with his mask on. Like it's not a problem for him because he's conditioned to do it. But no one else has a mask on and basketball is so much more personal and in your space than football is. And that sounds really weird to people because they're like, well, fuck, you're getting tackled and all of that in football. But basketball is a face-to-face interaction on every play. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a, there, you're breathing in someone's face. You're, you're you know, There's spitlets all over the place. And so I was telling my wife and we thought about it and we were like, you know what? Even if he masks up, he's not playing basketball because we can't like, there's no face shield there. There's nothing keeping the shit from getting on him that, you know, and it's all face-to-face interaction. And so, as it pertains to the NBA, if you think like football breakouts are common, like trust me, basketball breakouts are going to be just as common, if not more, because it's much closer
1: proximity um, for longer periods of time. What's it going to take for... I'm not saying that the league isn't taking it serious, but what's it going to take for us as a nation to take this serious? Is it going to take a, a prominent person to, to die from it? Or is it going to be like... Like, say if LeBron James gets it, not that he passes, but he has a really bad bout of COVID. You know, we both know people who had COVID. It varies in how it, you know, strikes people. Mm -hmm. Is it like, does LeBron have to have it for like a month for people to kind of take it serious? Like, what is it going to take? Because money rules all of this right now. And if if money wasn't a prime factor, I believe that we would have a March starting date, you know? Because right now is not a great time to start, start any sports. Uh, to answer
0: your question, like in a simple, I think we're past that point. I don't think there's anything that can happen, Logan. I don't. I mean, uh, it's aside from the, the uh, you know, there being a, a, a national mandate for some of this that controls like the national picture. Um, and I'm not advocating for it. I'm not on here to do that. I'm saying if with, with something without something like that, there's no control in this. The cat's out of the bag. Like, people people aren't shutting their shit down. And, like, you you alluded to, like, Cali, like, taking precautions and doing what they need to do. But well, Florida's not. Georgia's not. Like, they're not yeah. doing that. So Texas is not. Texas is not. So you have to—there's got to there's be some kind of national, um, like, movement to do something. Or there's nothing you can do, dude. Like, I don't think LeBron getting it um, or someone of his stature getting it and it, it posing a real, real health— risk and issue to them is going to change it either like people are gonna be like oh that's fucked
1: up and then they're gonna be right back to business you want to keep it a butt like kevin durant got it yeah and it was like oh damn kevin durant got it well lamar jackson got that shit right now like they like yeah you know like people are just keeping it moving no matter how much like let's keep it real this virus is serious it's serious man yeah but i don't know if we've this is another conversation. I just don't know if we've taken it serious enough. And it's kind of disappointing to hear because I believe you in a lot of ways. I was just like, no one's going to really be tripping off this virus. They're not. They're, if, it yep. would have been happened. Yep. Even when yes. we didn't know about it, we didn't really trip off of it. Even when like Rudy Gobert shut it down, I was like, okay, we'll be back in two weeks, maybe a month. Yeah, no I'm sure it's
0: cool. Right. There's just, it there just seems to be a real fatigue, which is crazy to say like a real fatigue with the virus and the protocols uh and the measures that you have to take to keep yourself safe. And so I, you know, I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's where I think we're at. I don't think you see people like giving yeah. giving too much of a damn. If they don't right yeah. now, there's nothing that's going to have them doing it in the near future point. That's my
1: point. Um but yeah, it's 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 really wild to even consider and I'm just I want my basketball, but I I don't think it's I'm I, I, I'm just concerned. I'm just concerned. They should all. have. Bu- they should have bubbled up. Like, and I, I've talked. Look,
0: I've talked to a lot of people in that bubble, and there was real, real um, sucked, mental health. Man. It sucked. Right. I, and I'm not just players. I've talked to referees. Like Johnny Goble a friend of mine. I saw him at my former coach's like uh you know um uh, funeral, and I, I asked Johnny because I was like Johnny, what like I got a lot of players' perspective, man. How was that? And he was. You know his situation sounded worse than the player's situation because he couldn't he have couldn't anybody. have family people come right. through. Right, his was a shit show. He was really like you could see on his face when I started asking him about it um, that it had taken a toll on him. So I I don't mean to minimize that side of it, but if you wanted to pull it off, you've already shown it you could pull it off. Um, maybe Logan, maybe go sixty games in in three separate 20-game bubbles where you go bubble for 20 games, like, let them go home for a while, bro, like, I'm, everyone I'm clear t- quarantine, you, bro, that's come back for 20 happen. more games. But I know that's it's not. not going to happen. I, but yeah. that's the only way you can safeguard against what is inevitable now, which is, you know, like, multiple teams and having like, COVID.
1: Players weapons. are not going to do that. Players are not going to go into that bubble, bro. I, and I'm like, okay with that, too. Like, I, you, you have to make the choice. But that's the only
0: way that you can safeguard against
1: the the the
0: derailing of seasons. That's it.
1: And there's no, I, and that goes to my point. There's no real like right answer to this. I don't think it's gonna I think it's just gonna be people have COVID and we're gonna deal with it. And I hope for the best, but I don't Roger Man, I don't see this short of a vaccine and even then like it's gonna take a minute for a vaccine to come through. So no capitalism doesn't give a fuck about your health is basically all <laughs> i trying to say. You know what I mean? And I think we've seen that. Um, yeah, that was a lot. Let's, um, let's get into real ones Yeah. Into our real one of the week who exemplifies everything that we think in a real one. And that can be an organization, an entity, a person. Now, my real one of the week, this is going to be surprise you guys. My real one of the week is none other than Nate Robinson. If for only any other reason that he has not gotten any wins in the last couple of days, and I just want (laughs) to give him a win he got knocked out and on pay-per-view by <laughs> another uh, amateur but he got knocked the fuck out and i just want to give him a win that he has not gotten all weekend. So real one of the week is Nate Robinson for taking a punch. God, dog, oh, you stole
0: mine. I'll go I'll go real one of the week Nate Robinson also and i'm going to go for another reason. It takes a lot of balls to hop up in that ring amateur or not. Like you know, like You see that boy holding the back of his head when he got hit like the first time. Like I think Nate was like, Oh shit, like this really hurts.
1: Like hey, (laughs) Nate tried to fight him like it was just a brawl in the in the backyard. Like it was there was no form. There was nothing. Like I'm sure, I'm sure he could beat somebody's ass. Like I'm sure he got hands, right? Boxing but it's is different. different than fighting. It's dog. different, bro. It's boxing different. is different than
0: fighting. And here's why I'll give him real one of the week for number one, hopping into that ring. Um also number two, like, you know, Nate has been training really, really hard to play basketball. No one's given Nate an opportunity to come back and hoop, right? Um, Nate switched gears on y'all and said, Look, man, I can, you know, I'm gonna try something else. That takes that takes some so courage and shit like that. And I believe, and and I believe, and I'm predicting it now. Nate goes back to the drawing board, the athlete that he is. He fucking realizes that he was underprepared and he starts really training. He gets a rematch. And I'm sitting on here calling him a real one again for defending that ass whooping he got the other night. Nate Robinson, Listen, real one of the he
1: week. He better come back and win. Nate, you better come back and win. You better you come back. Not be, and- <laughs> you you will not be real <laughs> one of the week if you get knocked out again. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Shout out Nate Robinson. What's the point of the him? Is it Logan Paul or is it the other one that beat him? Who was it? Was it Logan?
0: There are two of them. I think it was Logan Paul. Well, he, he should get... I'm going to give him real one of the week, too. I'm not giving you, him real one of you the week. You whooped that I'm boy's ass, real Logan.
1: Real. Hey, Logan, you whooped his ass. Nate, we need you to pop back, though. Bounce back. Hey, man. Nate got some North Oakland ties. He did not show them in the uh, fight. Boxing is different than know. fighting, bro. It's different. Shout out Nate Robinson, man. Get better, bro. You took that on the chin <laughs> for the NBA. <laughs> You got a lot of slander, bro. Nick nah, Young dog, said that that is Nick. Nate, Nick Young said that that is not a representation of the NBA family. Head and up, I would Nate. About, I, I would, Hey, get your head, head up, Nate. Nate. Fuck that. Well, also, 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 this is shows that a lot of you motherfuckers in the NBA, when y'all fight, it's a big hold me back because a lot of y'all can't fight. <laughs> a lot of y'all just know how to like sell wolf tickets. That's all I'm saying. Hey.
0: Hey, listen. That boy. That boy looked like he was he was bear hugging. Like he was in a back room. That that is not a backyard like fight. That was a boxing match, man. It's different.
1: Only thing funnier than that was the was the Tyson Roy Jones bout. That was hilarious because it was like your two uncles just getting it in. Just that's fantastic. It was it was all it was awesome. That night was awesome. I had a great time.
0: Real one of the week should have been Snoop for like the hymnals that he was singing when Nate was getting like that boy was singing like. He's honorable
1: mention. (laughs) Snoop honorable mention. Snoop was so great on this. He was great because... I think it shows what we need from our color commentators, man. Sometimes We just don't always need the cookie-cutter shit, man. Sometimes we just need somebody to be a fan in the color color. Like, oh, 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 we need somebody to do that. It doesn't always have to be the traditional cookie-cutter. Oh, man, did you see what happened two weeks ago? Did you see (laughs) that? Sometimes we just need somebody like Snoop with a Lakers starter jacket on. And just just going in, especially for the local broadcast, we just need, like, a local hero to just be like, oh! <laughs> Shout out, real one of the week, Snoop. Real one of the week, honorable mention Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. And real one of the week, Nate Robinson. Facts. And that's been our show, man. Shout out to, the, we have a mismatch announcement tomorrow. You should tap oh, into that. Yeah, we have a mismatch announcement. And we have our own announcement coming next week for y'all. Tap into that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Bodega Boys. You know what I mean? But we got a little announcement for you guys. Tap in, man, wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, but tap in on Spotify. Follow us there. And um we're here every Mondays, but you no, know, having a little announcement. Tap into some, that. Some foreshadowing. Some okay. Foreshadowing. Hey, I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna give you a
0: follow on Instagram today too, bro. I think you deserve it.
1: Thanks, bro. Appreciate yeah, it, man. No, you know, Thanks, put it dude. Put it, put, it put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. See y'all next week. Ah
0: This episode is brought to you by hotels.com.